Um, I'm going to whip you and your pussy this week. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Ultimate Fantasy Alliance podcast. Mookie coming at you live from my garage. I got my buddy John with me. What's up, John? What's up? I'm not as elegant as coming from you from a garage or anything. I'm at my well, my work desk here, double monitors, got the Super League pulled up, got the anchor app rolling. We are uh, ready to go. Got my glass of bourbon here. Um, Absolutely. What are you drinking? Oh, I uh, bought a bottle of Woodford Reserve, and then after I bought it, I found out my my beautiful wife told me that uh, tomorrow they're doing twenty percent off select bourbons at ABC, mm. ABC store. Yeah, Woodford Reserve, of course, was on that list. It and happens I just all the time. Bottles of that. Yeah, but there it is Blade and Bow, and I think I'm going to go back and, and grab a bottle of that tomorrow. I see that often. I do want to check it out purely because the bottle looks cool. Um, <laughs> I am tonight sipping on a little bit of what I posted on the Tupa page. It is the Willet Special Reserve. It is a weeded bourbon. Like I said, it's made from the same mash bill that they make Pappy Van Winkle from. I cannot confirm whether it is comparable to that because I have never, probably will never try that because it is ridiculously expensive and pretty much impossible to find. But this stuff is quite good. Quite good. What you think about that week two action, John? Uh, I think it was a shitty performance by a few few people again. Um, but we're going to run through the scoreboard here. And uh, we got some new people on top, some people that are fall, getting ready to fall off. And uh, there's some people that are still sucking it up. So uh, yeah. first off, let's uh, start down here with the authentic candy van against turd overload. The authentic candy van coming up with 114.9 against Turd Overload and 103.9. The authentic candy van uh, had some help from Patrick Mahomes and CMC and Tyreek Hill. CMC had a good game and so did Patrick Mahomes, but uh, CMC's now hurt. He, he is uh, out for the next couple of weeks. What was it, a sprained ankle? Is that what it was? Something like that. And you know what? I mean, I, I, I do apologize to our other uh, now full-time podcast member. Rob, are you with us, buddy? I am, I am. He is with us. I don't think Rob's sipping on any bourbon with us tonight, though, but that's okay. I'm Tell us, Rob. Something yeah, he like Rob likes to sip on the smokier items. So tell us, Rob, what happened to CMC? I know you're a Panthers fan, or unless you've jumped that ship, too. Nope, I just uh, know the Panthers suck. Uh, CMC, I think the last thing I saw was uh, maybe four weeks, six worst-case mm. scenario. Mm. That's brutal. Man. Brutal. And then he I know also that Nate... had uh, Mostert, too. Mostert's out for a couple of weeks, too. So, yeah. like mm. I said, people on a backslide, you know, Nate's uh, really got to hit that waiver wire. I know he made some changes this week. Um, 
maybe he can pull out a W next week uh, with his busted lineup. Maybe. You know, we always kind of, honestly, I always kind of doubt Nate. He usually comes in with a pretty stinky looking team, but he's usually pretty solid. So we'll see what happens. But he's, he, he was he was flying high there for a little bit at the end, uh, somewhere in the middle of week two, and then CMC got hurt, and he he can't be looking forward to the, the rest of the remainder of the uh, next first quarter of the season at least. Oh yeah, yep. Um, I agree trade with Mahomes, that. Get some pieces and pick up the Chargers quarterback. Oh. Now don't be giving Nate any trade ideas, Rob. I don't know if you were right. around during the trade rapage, but Nate likes to give stuff away for free around here, so. Oh, yeah. is that why he's got the candy can? Probably. <laughs> so next up, we have the second round Busters against the Shanahanigans. The Shanahanigans coming off uh, that week one uh, loss that he had. And he put up a big score this week and not quite as big as some others. But it was 123.6 to the second round Busters. Hawk, 83.0. So, uh, yeah, um uh, Bart's team right here looked pretty good with Dak. Dak, I think, had four on the ground. And uh, Nick Chubb had another big week. But then again, he had Kareem Hunt on his bench who had another big week as well. You know, I I just would stay away from that combo again. But, I mean, if he plays both of those guys and they have a good week like they had this week, man. And also uh, the Jonah Smith pickup that he had there. 20 points that that's a that's a pretty monster game from a tight end oh yeah i mean john smith he's he's been a pretty good pretty good addition there for for the uh shanahan and john smith had his moments last year he was really up and down but i think maybe this this is the year he breaks out he's gonna finish the top five i really i can see that happening now yeah he didn't have a quarterback last year Oh yeah, I picked up Johnny in uh, in my league as well uh, this week, and he uh, put me over the top. So yeah, good parts on that one. But uh, yeah, man, I kind of think that Kareem Hunt and Chubb are playable together most weeks because Mayfield is not as good as people think he is, and I feel like they're going to have to use the running game more to, to cover him up a little. So they might very well check down Charlie to Hunt down with Chubb, get your ten to well fifteen twenty points per player. Yeah, coming over to the uh, other side there uh, with the Hawk. I mean, Saquon Barkley is down, so now his first first round pick is down. He had a bust on the second round pick, but uh, talking about that second round pick, he had Leonard Fournette, and uh, he had a good week, twenty three points out of uh, out of his second round bust here. Uh, he's going to really need that guy to step up coming out uh, coming out of the gate uh, next week. No doubt. I mean, he had all the signs of a second-round bust. We'll see, though. I mean, we'll see. Like I said last week, it usually takes a little bit for Tom Brady to start feeling it, especially the last few years. Uh, Tom Brady does start feeling it again. Watch out. That offense could be pretty tough. They they got a lot of talent. He does feel these nuts. Next up, we got uh, Malone's Militia against Cobra Kai. So there was a couple of things I said in the intro there that uh, some things stay the same. So staying the same here is Malone's Militia down at the bottom with 71 points. And some things are a little bit different here. We have Cobra Kai, who had the second highest score in the league this week, 151.8. That was a hell of a score. Um, Russell Wilson with 33 points. Aaron Jones, 41 points. 
I mean, right there, you got 70 points. You almost beat them straight off the gate. You did beat them straight off the gate with those two players. Did you really need to play yep. other people? Well, I mean, I felt the need for the total points in the end of the season. You know, it is necessary. A lot of people don't like running up the score. But, I mean, Terry, if you don't like it, stop it, bro. Suck it. Yeah, um, I guess you heard it here first. We got the scoop. <laughs> We all talk shit when we're two and up. Wait, wait, wait a few weeks. I'm telling you, my time is coming. Yeah, his his uh his team just hasn't produced. Uh, I know we talked about the Todd Gurley pick, how how nobody we weren't really excited about that pick and Derrick Henry, you know, to have his monster of a year as he had last year, he's just been kind of down this year. We haven't seen him bust off those big runs and look as dominant like he's throwing little kids off of him uh, playing football yeah. this year. Yeah. Next up, we got the uh, Monday morning quarterbacks, Brian Boswell against Jordan Knight. Uh, Jordan Knight had the highest score this week at 153.8. And uh, Brian Boswell had a score of 109.1. I think we've all talked about this numerous times, but Jordan Knight's team is is pretty strong. And uh, he had a a tight end pickup that helped him out with Tyler Higby. Or was that a – or did he draft Higby? I don't don't remember. It was 23 points. From Higby, it's a pretty yeah. good game. Kyler Murray, the second year, he really is looking at like a breakout star, uh, 32 points. And then Calvin Ridley, on a, this is his second year, I believe, as well. And it's, a, it's another breakout game for him, 22 points. You know, that Atlanta run game sucks, but uh, the passing game seems to be rock and roll. Oh, yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan's slinging it all over the place. <laughs> what was that, Rob? That onside recover game for the Falcons sucks too. Yeah, well, they do. I have, they have I, a problem. I didn't see that yeah. happen live, but I watched the replay, and it's almost like the coaches don't understand that they can touch the ball before it goes ten yards. They literally watched it cross the ten the ten yard mark, and still at that point though they weren't in any position to jump on the ball. So I, it, it you want to say the players are stupid. But at that point, you have to say they've been told not to touch it. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, confused uh, by the way the man kicked the ball. I know it was an unusual onside kick with the flat spin that it had, but they just looked so perplexed. Absolutely perplexed. It was perplexed. Yeah, it was. I can tell you, I was on the edge of my seat uh, watching that game, and of course, uh, Sundays I'm I'm stuck to the couch anyway. I'm watching all the games, but but that game particularly, man. That was uh, coming down to the onside kick, and to see the kick, the way that flat spin that Rob you were just talking about, I haven't seen one like that ever. Um, and that was a, like Mook said, you know, they should they should surround the ball. Like there's got to be better coaching around that to keep those things from happening. Exactly, it was it was pathetic. I, I, mostly just because I was looking forward to Dallas being 0-2, but you know, fuck the Cowboys. So sorry. Yeah. Well, come over here and look at Brian's team real quick. He did pick up the Bears. Uh, and uh, they got him 13 points, and he had Josh Allen and Zeke. Uh, so Brian's team's not looking horrible. He does need some help here at the uh, running back position and the uh, wide receiver position. I think if he had, uh... yeah. So I mean, he, he's just kind of not quite there yet, but he, he's building. I think. He's built. Next up, we have Team 11 versus Superheroes in Training, and I think I called this uh, when we were doing picks. Rob called it as well that I was going to lose this week, and it wasn't because I tanked. It was just my team just didn't quite – hasn't lived up to expectations yet. 
Uh, team 11 scored 116.3 to myself at a 82.8. It has been a uh, piss poor year for shit, and shit is uh, going down the toilet right now. Um, it's a piss poor year for the shit. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. I mean, he had a big game for uh, for Team Eleven, and you have uh, Travis Kelsey. You know, number one guy, and when his kicker comes out, scores sixteen too. I mean, uh, it was a, that was a bunch of bunch of fifteens and sixteens. He could use some help at quarterback, but uh, he, he's uh, he's building as well. Now, what do you think about that one, Rob? What do you think there? think I'm riding the Casey train all the way to the championship. Oh my god. Oh my called god. it at the damn at the draft sticking with it. I I mean I I can't deny his team is doing a lot better than previous years. Uh Casey does seem to rattle off some good good weeks here and there. I am waiting for the signature Casey uh sub fifty week though. That that will come eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean he's got a good team. And then he's got Jarek McKinnon stepping up this week because of the, the injury to Mostert. There's so no one else. There's no one else. Well, you do have uh, the other. The Wilson. too. You got Wilson Jr. So, I mean, he's a. Uh, Wilson. Yeah, well, Wilson's there. Is he a volleyball? No, he's not a volleyball. He's a, he's a volleyball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. Is he like. That is all for the for the recap this week. Uh, we have a few teams two and zero, and a few teams that are zero and two. Um, we'll see how things shake out. You want to look I, at the standings real based, quick, Luke? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think based off of um, based off of the uh, outcome of last week, like you said, we got some teams that are two and zero. At least one of them is going to be still undefeated next week. And in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the standings there. We got four teams that are 0 2, and at least one of them will still have no wins next week. So it's going to be fun. Uh, top of the top of the standings, we got the Jort Knights. I'm still not a fan of that name. Sorry, Jamie. Love you, buddy, but that name is rather stupid. Uh, then you got the Cobra Kai Classic. It's a classic name. It, it really is. Uh, it's, it's part of my brand at this point. We show no mercy, whether winning or losing. After that, we got Casey Team 11, still undefeated. I am just blown away by that. The longer Team 11 stays undefeated, the more impressive it is. Because if you go from being Team 11 to having an undefeated record at any point of the season, you're doing pretty fucking good. Then you got Candy Van. The, uh, Candy Van is looking like the uh, smartest kid on the short bus here, if you want to say that. Because coming in at 2-0, and he's, he's still a little shaky at this point. After that, you got the Turd Overload. Another, again, that's a classic brand, Turd Overload. He's stuck with that for years at this point. I love it. Um, one and one, doing decent. Uh, not a fan of the team. Sorry, Turd. You'll, you'll get there. I'll keep your chin up. The Shanahananananaganans. I, I don't know. I, I don't get all the name changes. I, I don't even remember what you were last year, Bart. Sorry, buddy. Um, one and one. I, I didn't. I wasn't a great fan of your team to begin with, unfortunately. And you, you got the injury bug going on there, so. I think you're probably looking at more losses than wins this year. Sorry. Sorry, fella. After that, we got the Monday morning quarterbacks. That's also, it's, it's turning into a brand. It is. Brian's been the Monday morning quarterbacks for years at this point. Uh, but unfortunately, his team is 0-2. And then we got the second round busters from Kevin Hawkins, who changes his team name about as frequently as everybody else here changes under it. Uh, also 0-2, suck it Hawk. Then we got the shit. I've never known John to play another team name other than superheroes and trainers. 
We've been playing fantasy football with each other at this point longer than 15 years. That's the only name I've ever seen. It is the most iconic name in all of fantasy sports. It's ranked at the top, if you ask me. Then you got Malone's Militia, also changes names quite frequently, probably while you're 0-2. Well, Rob, he, what do you, he hasn't he hasn't had a chance to change names over the past couple of years. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a chance to. To be fair, he's been Team Eleven long enough that he can't change his name. But those years that he is not Team Eleven, it's it's a pretty frequent name change for him. Uh, Rob, what do you think about those team names? What do you think about? I, I, I like the iconic status of a lot of them. You, you tell me. I like um, the old Dick Balls. Dick Balls. Dick balls. Dick okay. balls is my personal, my personal all-time favorite because so, every time I've played it, it's been a come from behind, win the championship type of season. So Dick I balls. save it for when I'm down and out. Dick balls. Dick balls. It what? comes from behind. It comes from behind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it works. It's fantastic. But I anyway, gotta say, Rob, of, of yeah. your names, I did like banana flavored baby yogurt. That was a good one. I did like that, that a lot. Yep, yeah, that was a good. That one. was banana also flavored. a classic. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I mean, John, I got to give it to you, man. You, you found one in the very beginning of this fantasy football thing, and you stuck with it. And I will be damned. I've seen you win several championships with it. Not only in, you know, you've won one here in the Tupa. I've, I've seen you win at least three in our other league that we've been playing in since the dawn of time, basically. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's, clever, it's, it's fucking classic. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yep, took a lot of thought to begin with, but uh, then I just kind of stuck with it. Yeah, I, it, it worked out for you, man. Hey, but, I mean, that's a standing, unless anybody else has anything to say about that. John, I know you don't have much to say. I wouldn't be saying much from down there either. Uh, as long as I'm not Team 11, I guess uh, I'm happy right now. I think Terry's got that locked up. He's he's, he's not looking great right now. Um, he's going to have to have a major turnaround. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the scoreboard this week, fellas. Next up, we got the awards. As always, back at you the, for the week two awards. We're going to be rapid firing these bad boys tonight because we've got a special guest to get to here real soon. But the first one, tell me what you think, fellas. The Michael J. Fox shaky start of the week is going to be going to none other than Terry Lambert. The Malone's Militia played Seattle's defense. They scored a big fat negative two. Seattle's defense is now on the season. Negative two, because they scored zero points in week one. Good job, Terry. You completely shit the bed on that one. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think with flying fin. Yeah, I don't yeah, I have anything to say. Uh, except yeah. I I had a, I picked up a defense, and I got negative one. So, I mean, there we go. Yeah, but did your defense score ne- zero or negative last week? I don't think they did. I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to double check that uh no it was uh it was five points so. there you go so not as bad as terry's all right after that we got the no shit sherlock start of the week and that's going to yours truly for aaron jones i took aaron jones early in the second round it was a no brain yeah, no <laughs> he scored me 41 points he damn near beat terry's team by himself yeah that wasn't too difficult i mean terry's been starting a crappy lineup so Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones looks uh, looks like a beast. Looks like hey, a beast again. I love Aaron Jones. I picked I've picked him the last several years that he's been a viable back. You know, he's been with him for three or four years at this point. In the last three years, he, he's been a monster. 
So after that one, we've got, as usual, the Waiver Wire Warrior. We're just going to rename this one the Brandon Bartz Award. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, he picked John U. Smith again. You know, he, he had another great waiver wire pickup, John U. Smith. With or without the face page, I am the ultimate warrior. Got him 20 points. He, I mean, 20 points out of a tight end is a hell of a week. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I got that nothing is, in that. I got that nothing true. negative to say about the John U. Smith pickup. It's a great addition to your lineup. You, you should add someone like that every week. Yeah, uh, I think everybody strives to, to <laughs> get those waivers. Those waiver I just meant because the rest of his roster sucks. So he's going to oh. need to add somebody like that every week. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he did score 120 <laughs> this week. So, I mean, that's uh, that's better than, uh, than what, the rest other six players in the league? Other Absolutely. five or six players? And guess what, fellas? I've got a new award to give out. Thought long and hard about this one. We want to shake the awards up. I thought of a great one. I think it's a funny idea. It's called He Got Kilt. Bring out your dad. And this week, the He Got Kilt Award is going to Terry Lambert. The Malone's Militia got demolished. The He Got Kilt Award every week is going to go to the team that got beat by the most points. My team outscored Terry by more than double. Terry could have doubled his production and still lost. So this week, Terry got demolished and he got killed. Stop! Stop! He's already dead. I like it. I like the new I like award. I, I think it's nice. Yeah, it's good. I think it's kind of nice word to it. Have like a guy wearing a kilt. <laughs> I mean, if you want to think about that, it. you know, you could. Uh, what's his name from the Simpsons? Uh, the the janitor guy, Willie. Oh yeah, yeah, Willie. Yeah, Willie. All right, that's it for the awards, fellas. You know what? That's it. We're done with the awards. Got a fantastic guest coming at you tonight. We've got the man, the champion of the Tupa League for 2019. Last year's champ, you know who he is. He's the candy man. He rides around. He looks like a pedophile. All he needs is a mustache. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Jordan. Hey, fellas. What's going on? Hey, hey what's up, Nate? What's up? How's everybody doing? Oh, man. Oh, doing, doing pretty good. good, man. Doing pretty good. The champ is here. He's in the building. Yes, the champ sir. is here. Oh, man. So, Nate, it's uh, good to have you with us. How does it feel being the two-time champ? Uh, actually, let me rephrase the question. How does it feel to be the only actual two-time champ? Uh, feels pretty good, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm honored, you know, to be in this great league of ours. And uh, it's a very competitive league. Um, I was hoping to go back-to-back this year, you know, it'd be the first time for that. But I don't know. We'll see. That, that kind of leads me. That yeah, leads me into my next. I came close to back to back champions. I came very close, and I, you know what? There, there's, there's somebody on the phone or on the call with us right now that that ended that. So fuck you, Nate. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, undefeated season. Lose it in the damn end of it. That's ridiculous. So Nate, uh, I think we ask all Tupa champions this, but. Uh, Where's the spot you got picked out? Do you see it every day? Do you wake up beside it? Do you kiss the tupa before you go to work? You know, before you leave the house? Uh, tell us about a day in the life with Tom Tupa. Well, 
right now he's just kind of sitting in my uh my my game room that i call it but it's the guest room so he sits up on the mantle and he's looking down on me every time i'm watching football or playing some some madden or whatever so i look up and i admire and blessed do you at least do you at least cover his eyes when you you know are admiring yourself so he doesn't have to watch that oh no never oh oh god nate (laughs) you can't you you subject the tupa to that you nasty fuck nasty nate there you go (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't have to give the trophy candy either Oh, I can lure it into the van. <laughs> oh, man. So, Nate, let's move on to uh, something else here. The uh, So, we were talking, Mook was just talking about going back-to-back. Um, you had some uh, struggles this past week. Uh, you think you've uh, – you know, you, you won the game, but you, I think you're losing the war right now. Uh, yeah. With some players going down, uh, you got some things up your sleeve to shore up the lineup. Uh Get ready for next week, or are you just kind of crossing your fingers hoping people get back? Um, a little bit of both. Um, I did take a hit, you know, losing McCaffrey, you know, number one overall pick, you know, my ride or die. So uh, I did go get Devontae Freeman, but that's not a short-term fix. That's more of a long-term <clears throat> look, um, you know, hoping he can become the Devontae Freeman of old perhaps and uh so i'm really just kind of gripping the rails and holding on for dear life this week against casey yeah yeah you got a lot uh, of experience with that gripping and holding on for dear life don't you Nate? (laughs) i do man i i fly by the damn seat of my pants i knew there was a reason hawkins loved you so much (laughs) yeah man um so it sounds like uh sounds like we might still have somebody to compete with here in the uh in the Tupa League. You know, something that uh I wanted to ask you too while we had you is how does it feel uh winning the DFS back to back weeks? Um, I don't know. It's been uh it's been challenging. It's been something different. Uh this is the first time I've ever done DFS, so I'm not gonna lie. I do listen a little bit of what Rob says. I do listen to a little bit of uh, like DFS podcast to kind of get another perspective. And then I just kind of combine the two and go with my gut. Um, Man, yeah. That gut's working out for you, brother. You got yourself – you pretty much won yourself free entry to the next five weeks this past time. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're to the good right now, man. Yeah, hoping to get some more guys to join, um, you know, so I can win some more money off you guys, and it'd be awesome. I agree. I agree. I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, I, I'm always down to five bucks. Is you know, it's five dollars. Like I said, just avoid one latte this week, and you're straight. But you know, well, I, I thought tell tell me what you guys think. Everybody on the pod with me right now. What do you guys think? If we can't get more folks involved in what we've got, do we just make it free? Because if you 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 can make it to where if we only have 10 people sign up, I can set the roster size to like 20. Therefore, you can still play, but there's no money involved. I don't know. I still like the I still like the $5 aspect. I think it's yeah. uh, adds adds a little bit of, you know, friendly wager there. It's not like we're doing the the whole year for the Tupa, you know, where it's a $300 payout or anything like that. You know, it's 5 bucks a week, like you said. If yeah. the uh, if the 
fall boys can lay off the uh, lattes, the pumpkin spice latte lattes. They can right. uh, join the join the DFS and try to win some money. Try to beat Nate. Well, and it's actually exactly. Um, I, I actually did like some uh, some more entries into other like tournaments and events that were going on. So yeah, I just kind of altered the lineup a little bit, and I actually like last week I come out with like somewhere around 60 or so um, that I made. So it's, it's no 60 way. bucks. I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. All right, Nate. So I'm going to need you to give me some uh, rosters here. My dumbass <laughs> accidentally deposited a hundred bucks and oh, well. I don't really want to spend it all, but Hey, if you made 60 last week, I still need you to send me some rosters, man. I'll just play what you're playing, bro. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I put in, in the beginning, I just like deposited 25 and then I think um like maybe somewhere around 80 or so that's left. Like I haven't had to put in any more money. Like Jesus, Nate. I, yeah, I think we need a, I think we need this. This segues great into the next segment. John, do you have any other questions for, for Nate? No, no, I'm sure we'll get okay. some more as we, as we keep going. Oh yeah. Great discussion there, Nate. But again, that's a perfect segue with what you just said into our next segment, which is the, uh, the DFS corner with our expert, Robert Penwarden. We're, uh, we're probably going to rename this, instead of the DFS, it's going to be the DKS. Because at this point, Rob has proven that he don't know shit. <laughs> so, Rob, what does it feel like to be our resident expert who can't beat uh, Nate? Pretty, uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. I will say, uh, Rob is accurate. Been he is 100% accurate when he says he is better at NBA. Because I checked out his profile. Yeah. Uh, he, he is what they call an experienced player on FanDuel. He's won over 500 tickets, and he's uh, he's won over $2,500 in total winnings. So it's it's not like he's out here just fucking around. I think he's just had a rough two weeks. Yeah, it has been a rough couple weeks, especially with all the injuries last week. And Derrick Henry did absolutely dick last week. That was terrible. Right. And we've picked a very odd season to start the DFS with the Tupa. It's, it's hard to predict what's happening this year. It really is. Yeah, it's been pretty rough, but yeah, we'll get there. So, going into the DFS, let's take a look at last week's standings and the DFS results. We got Nasty Nate. He's the champ of the Tupa, and he's the champ of the DFS. He was number one with 134. Nate put in five bucks, and he won himself a cool 27 bucks. Uh, John finished second. He had 112. Rob was third with 105. Mookie was fourth with 99. Turd finished uh, fifth with 88 and terry lambert not only sucked it up awful in uh, regular fantasy this week he sucked ass in the dfs he scored less points on dfs than he did in the tupa and that is hard to do folks so at rough rough week there nate congratulations you're on a you're on a hell of a hot streak so you're undefeated in the tupa and you've won two weeks in a row on the tupa dfs great job buddy thank you all right, man. So, I mean, I, at this point, we, we, we're going to segue into asking Rob what his thoughts are on the upcoming week of DFS, although I don't know if we shouldn't ask Nate instead. Uh, <laughs> Rob, give me some players this week. Give me maybe a handful, two or three, that you got some pretty good confidence in. Who, who do you think's a good good play this week on DFS? QB, roll with either Murray or Herbert. That's, that's all I got for you this week. I like the Murray pick. He's, he's done well for you. Yep, just remember, Rob don't know shit. So that's what we're going to roll with. Rob don't um, know digging shit. At, digging Eckler this week for McKinnon. 
uh, Lockett or T.Y. Hilton for receivers. Maybe a little Juju Hopkins in there. Um, tight end, coin flip, doesn't matter. Just close your eyes and pick one. Top to bottom, I don't think there's much of a difference. Uh, defense, I like the Giants or the Chargers because Carolina sucks and San Francisco's deep death. Yeah, Carolina's awful. I, I'm probably going to try. I, in DFS, I'm going with whoever's playing the Vikings because they're fucking terrible too right now. And uh, Carolina, yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh, Kirk Cousins only knows how to throw the ball to Adam Thielen. If he's not looking at Thielen, he's probably throwing a pick or throwing it into the dirt. So there it is. There it is, fellas. You got Rob's picks this week. You got who he's confident in. Um, Nate? You want to keep yours a secret, or you want to you want to maybe give one player out this week that you might go with? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw some out there. Um, I do I do agree with Rob on the Kyler Murray. Um, I would maybe say uh, maybe throw maybe Cam Newton. I've got my eye on Cam Newton a little bit. Um, I know uh, Miles. I I don't know exactly. I haven't looked at it too much. I don't know what Miles Sanders is going to be, but I know he's got a, a nice matchup there against Cincinnati. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I rolled with Zeke last week, you know, against Atlanta. Um, yeah, so did I, and it bit me in the ass. He didn't do that great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it too much. Yeah, I, I don't really, really – I'm with you on that. You know, Rob, again, he's our expert, so he's he's paid uh, rather handsomely uh, yeah. to look early. So, you know, <laughs> we, we let Rob get in there and dig deep, and he finds some players that he likes, and then and then we pick them, and then he sucks. So, sorry, Rob. I love you, buddy. Hey, man, unless anybody else has got anything to say about the DFS this week, I think DFS Corner is going to be closing shop. Anybody, everybody good? I'm good. I am good. All right, it's all over for the DFS this week. So that's it for uh, Rob's Don't Know Shit Picks of the Week. And speaking of picks, getting down to the week two picks, me and John, we go at it every week. We're going to see who gets that bottle of bourbon this year. And once again, if Rob beats us, we give Rob the bottle of bourbon. So the picks last week, uh, let me see here. Last week's picks... I was two and three, and uh, the other two fellows were three and two. We only picked one game different, and the difference was John picked Casey over himself, and it worked out for him. So good luck, John. Uh, you're still an asshole for not picking yourself. <laughs> yep. Well, overall wait. standings: Mookie is now five and five, bringing up the rear. After that, we got John at six and four, and Rob is in the lead for the bottle of bourbon. It is uh, seven seven to three for Rob. So moving on to this week. John, you wanna you wanna run us through the picks here, or? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let me get it up right here. Uh, week three. All right, so we're gonna start at the bottom. Uh, Mook, you wanna go first a couple, and uh, then we'll switch it up. Yeah, let's do uh, what we did last week. Um, uh, we, we, we totally botched it. We forgot to send Rob our picks early like we said we would do. Yeah, I totally so we'll see if we to. can do that. We'll see if we can do that next week. Uh, let, let me, let, let's pull my game last like we did uh, for yeah, you dude. last week. So I'll pick the picks, first two, dude. and then I'll pick myself, okay? So 
All right. Give me two first and then do my game last. All right, so uh, we'll go with uh, Turret Overload against the second round busters here. Go ahead, Mook. Who you got? All right, the Turret Overload. I got to get down to these rosters. I didn't know which one you were picking. Let's go look at it. All right, uh, so this is a tough one. Uh, Turret is one and one, but he, his team has not been fantastic. He is uh, currently projected to beat the shit out of the second round busters, and they both have the same amount of people in their lineup. So that's, that's not looking good for Hawk. Um, I am obviously going to be more confident in Aaron Rodgers and Kamara over Hawks number one and two options there. So uh, Hawks team is pretty much trash. I'm going to take turn. Yeah, I'll follow you up on this one. I, I agree with you. I'm taking turd. I mean, the Hawks team is complete shit. Um, he did pick up Deion Lewis off of waivers here. Um, I'm not sure Deion Lewis is going to be the go-to guy there. Yeah. Um, it, it might be Gallman, and I don't think I want either one of them. Um, but yeah, I just don't see—I don't see any of those things really working out for off this week. I'm going with Turd. Who you got, Rob? Turd. Hawks team sucks. <laughs> Enough said. Nate, you want to weigh in on that? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Turd as well. I like Austin Eckler against Carolina. Um, I think Devontae Adams is a go. Uh, Darren Waller's been like Derek Carr's, you know. I heard uh, one of my buddies said, you know, to, if you can find somebody that, you know, to look at you like Derek Carr looks at Darren Waller, because um, that, that's a that's an awesome relationship. So I'm going to have to go with Turd. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there you go. I don't blame you on that one. All right. So, uh, Next up, uh, we'll go with the uh, Authentic Candy Van versus Team 11, Luke. Oh, oh we're going with that one. Okay, so this is a tough one. You know, you got two 2-0 two yeah. teams. Somebody's going to come out of this unscathed at a 3-0. and I'm looking down the list. You got, you know, the Candy Van's got Patty Mack. He's got David Montgomery, who I'm not a huge fan of. He's throwing in Miles Gaskin from Miami. Got to do something, man. He was. You got Tyreek Hill, who's always boom or bust. But when he but when he booms, man, he booms like nobody else. So I, I could see that working out well for him this week. Then you got Marquise Brown again. I'm the Deontay Johnson. I have not been impressed. Dallas Goddard again. He had a good week against Washington. They let him wide open on one play, and that was that. Other than that, also not very impressed. So let me go over here and look at the uh, team 11. He's got Tom Brady, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson, Stephon Diggs, Juju, Lockett, Kelsey, Niners. I, I hate to do it to you, Nate, but I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling team 11's capabilities this week a little more than yours. So let me get Casey. Team 11. Ugh. Yep, I, uh, I completely agree. I'm, uh, I'm going with Team 11, too, here, uh, Casey Wall. It's, it's uh, hard to do, man. It's hard to pick it's, Team 11. It's hard, yeah. It's, but you look at you, like you said, you look at the lineup there. I mean, Chris Carson has been rocking and rolling. Dalvin Cook probably not going to have a great week, but he's still going to be viable. Stefan Diggs, who knows? Uh, Juju, Tyler Lockett, I mean, Tyler Lockett's been the number one guy there, and he looks like the number one guy there in Seattle. Travis Kelsey, 49ers. It's it's just a uh, it's a it's an interesting game. He does have Jarek McKinnon that he can throw in there too. I mean, I I really think that uh, Team 11's got this one locked, unless he uh, does a little bit too much stinker tinkering. Oh, we haven't talked about the stinker tinkering in a while, man. 
That's a classic yeah. Sunday morning activity for me. Oh yeah. You know, you, yeah. you go take that dump and you spend an extra ten minutes in there just stinking and tinking, man. I, I do it on DFS now. I try to avoid my <laughs> fantasy leagues. I, I do, uh, my stinker tinker time is used for DFS these days. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. All right, Rob, what so, do you think on that one, man? You got an opinion there? We need a pick. Yeah, I like Casey's team a lot there. I think Tyler oh. Bob, he's, he's pretty solid. Um, yeah, Candy Vando's injuries really screwed you, buddy. Yeah, it's not it's not looking great for Nate, but hey, I mean, if there's anybody that can turn polish a turd into a diamond, it's maybe Nate. I don't know. What do you think, Nate? Well, I can never choose a Team 11 to beat me, um, and I can never go against myself, so I'm going to have to save me. Um, I'm just hoping that that Monday night game is a complete shootout, and I'm talking deep touchdowns all game long. And um, actually, and then Deontay Johnson, I will have to say, Mook, I disagree with you. Because I, he, I disagree with him, too. He, You're he right, actually man. is leading the, the team in targets, and I just mm-hmm. feel like I feel like he's, he's, he hasn't even reached his ceiling yet. I completely agree. Yeah, you might be right. He, you know, he's just been chugging along. He, he might have that big breakout here soon. Yeah, the, I was actually looking that up to see what his targets were. I think he actually is has the same amount of target. It has a a couple less than De, DeAndre Hopkins this year, but Deontay Johnson is right up there with your top tier receivers on target. Well, and you you look at what he did last week, and, and he's still battling a touch. Uh, Turk toe injury, so I, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, right. I need, I need McCaffrey right. back. <laughs> That's not going to happen for a few weeks, brother. I know. Yeah. Man. Cry those tears of Nate. The tears of Nate. Oh my God! I would not forget about that. The tears of Nate. He didn't All have right. many tears after that last year. He was he was riding high for the rest of the year. Oh, I know. The tears of Nate slowed down. and uh, They were tears of it. joy during the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> tears exactly. of joy. Right. I've cried them myself. <laughs> All right. So now this is the uh, this is the rubber game here. This is the third game that we're picking, Mook. All and right. I'll let you go up. ahead and pick. I'll let oh, you no. Go you get to go first yours. here, brother. I was gonna let you pick yours and get it out of the way, and I'll take. Oh, we'll do mine. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll go ahead and do Short Night versus Cobra Kai, and I think we might have some differing opinions on this one. So this will be a good one anyway. Um, go ahead, Mook. Cobra Kai, no mercy, book it. Yeah, I kind of figured that was gonna be the case anyway. That's why I said you can just go ahead and pick it anyway. I'm You're going damn right. with the. I'm going with the Jordan Knights. Uh, you know, I, I really like Jamie's team. I've talked about them, you know, quite frequently this year. Uh, I do think that uh, Jamie's going to gonna be riding pretty high this week. That Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson, that's going to be a good QB matchup, you know, just in fantasy, seeing how those two guys perform. And uh, Josh Jacobs against Kyler uh, CEH, that's another good matchup. Aaron Jones, though, I think he, he might be able to take down old old Jonathan Taylor here. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good matchup, but I'm going with Jamie Joyce. What you got, Ooh. Rob? I like Mook. I'm going with the Mook. Uh, 
The only thing that concerns me is uh, the Fresh Prince of Hell Air mm-hmm. going up against uh, Baltimore. But uh, other than that, man, I think we was pretty stacked off the bottom this week. I think they've all got great matchups. Uh, Luke all day. All day, baby. Yeah, all I'm right, a, Nate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to agree. Um, and the only reason being is I just, I'm not sure what Michael Thomas is going to do coming off of injury. Um, with that, that hamstring, I believe. But, I mean, you talk about a damn good matchup. Like, this could really be an early preview of the Tuka Bowl right here. I mean, these, oh, these yeah. both these teams are stacked. Yeah. And, I mean, if you, if you think about it, and looking at the Saints, I mean, the Saints were pretty bad without Michael Thomas. I mean, I think I've talked to uh, Rob and, and Luke about this, but, like, um, Emmanuel Sanders had one target. There was a couple of other players. It was just, it was a bad performance from the Saints without Michael Thomas. Yeah. So um, oh, I think yeah. if he's a go, I think if he's a go, you will see him highly involved, even if he is on a snap count. Maybe. I, I'm with Rob, though. Me and Rob have had this discussion during our many Call of Duty nights. I, I really think Drew Brees is. He is at that proverbial cliff, and he's about to just fall the fuck off it. Yeah, no, I I don't don't disagree. I just think Michael Thomas and him have such a good rapport that um, it's going to be hard to – it's hard to stop those two. I mean, they can have all the rapport they want, but, I mean, he has looked like complete trash in two games. Well, I mean, you can say the same for Brady too. I mean, both mm-hmm. of them really—they yeah. don't—they don't look the same. Right. Well, Brady again—I've said it a few weeks. Brady has a history of slow starts. The last four right. or five years, he does have a history of slow starts. The same can't be said for Drew Brees. It, this looks like a different Drew Brees. To me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got the Shanahan Hannigans against Malone's militia here. Um, I will pick this one first, and I'm going to pick the Shanahanigans because why would I ever pick Terry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go the same way, John. I hate to pick the same thing this week, but, I mean, I just completely put through Drew Brees under the bus, backed it up, and then ran over him again. Uh, we've all had this conversation about Derrick Henry. Monster last year, I just don't think he's going to repeat it. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley hasn't been the same Todd Gurley since he was a rookie or maybe his second year. Melvin Gordon. I got no faith in him. I haven't had any faith in him the last couple of years he's played. Cooper Cup. You never know with Cooper Cup. He might catch three touchdowns. He might catch one pass. You just never know. Alan Lazard. Uh, ugh, no, no. I picked him up a couple of weeks last at the end last year when the Packers had him as the second, and he he didn't do shit. I got no faith in him either. Zach Ertz again. He had a great week against Washington, but. They, they let him kind of run free there in the first half, and then after that, they shut him the hell down. The Eagles are pretty much trash this year. So, there's my full analysis. Let me get the shenanigan and whatever. Let me get marks. All right. <laughs> you got there, Rob. Going with Bart's. Lambert's team is a complete dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. <laughs> I hear you. I don't know how he does that every year. How does he do it? How is he consistently this bad? He even printed out his own ranks this year. Right. I mean, so he couldn't even blame it on that. What about you, Nate? Who you got this week? Yeah, I, I, I got Bart's all the way, 100%. No question. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> On to the to the fifth and final game of the week. It is the shit versus the Monday morning quarterbacks. Um, I am going to go with myself this week. I think Miles Sanders is going to have a good game. Lamar Jackson will do well against Kansas City. Um, Kenyon Drake, does Detroit even have a linebacking core or, or a D-line? Joshua Kelly, I kicked myself in the ass for not playing him last week, but it didn't matter. I still wouldn't have freaking won. Um, Amari Cooper, eh. I might play Devontae Parker. I don't know. I haven't really decided on that spot yet. Tyler Boyd, yeah, I should have been playing him all along. He had a he had a bust week one, but he looks good. Drew Sample, um, Joe Burrow is the real deal, and he likes him some tight ends. He likes his hands all over him, and he likes putting the balls in their face. So give me the tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. John, I hate to do it to you, but I'm gonna have to put my balls all in your face here because I think you're about to get smacked this week. Oh, so okay. I hate to tell you, man. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is playing like an MVP candidate right now, and the Rams' defense is notoriously porous. So that could be a pretty high-scoring game there. Zeke against Seattle. I know they're traveling to Seattle, but that that defense is not the Legion of Boom anymore. They are just not. I think he's going to run all over them. James Robinson had a fantastic week last week. I think he's going to do it again because he's playing Miami. Edelman. Edelman is now actually has a quarterback who can throw the ball deep. And I don't know if you noticed last week, but Edelman still has the burners. He's got some jets. You didn't really ever get to see that with Brady because Brady can't throw the ball further than 30 yards. He's got him a quarterback now who can flick it with his pinky 60 yards. Edelman's going to be a deep threat now. It, it, it is what it is. He's got DeAndre Hopkins, the number one targeted receiver in all of football. He's got Allen Robinson, Mr. Consistency. Don't know what's going to happen with Kittle. He, you might have to take him out and get somebody else. But I I don't know. I think top to bottom, I have more faith in the Monday morning quarterbacks this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. What you got, Rob? I have a question first. Are you going huh? to play T.Y. Hilton or are you going to leave him on the bench? Nope, I'm not playing T.Y. Hilton. John said that last week. He said, fuck T.Y. Pretty sure those were his Yeah, I, I'm not playing T.Y. Hilton. Only reason he's still on my roster is because I didn't see anybody I wanted to drop and pick up. There you I go. Mean, well, Monday morning quarterbacks got everything, all the intangibles this week. So I'm going to go with John because I just have a feeling. Oh, I thought you were, I, I thought anything. I had already written down Brian for you. Oh, man, his team looks like he's going to run all over John, beat him to death. I just got a feeling that Jackson is going to be in a shootout with Kansas City. Lamar Jackson could put up 40 this week, and that will offset some of the other shenanigans that may happen. But, uh, yeah, I just got a weird feeling John's going to pull it out. All right, all right. Somebody's moving out of the basement this week, fellas. Yeah, it's somebody. <laughs> I know. It's either me or Brian. One of us is getting out of the 0-3 this next week. What about you, Nate? Who you got, buddy? Man, oh, this is again. This is another tough matchup. Um, it's definitely not for the Super Bowl. I can tell you that much. Yeah, no. But I, <laughs> let, let's talk about the Chargers running back just for a second. It's crazy to me how backup running back Joshua Kelly 
got what 23, 25 carries. You know, by, yeah. and, and and Eckler still got got volume and got work. And I think I heard a stat like the two combined for the first two weeks, the Chargers have over 80 carries. I mean, so they're they're working their running back. Um, Kelly's a rookie, but, man. He he's he's not gonna get worn out easily. Yeah, I know. I I, I am gonna have to go with. Uh, I have to go with Brian on this one, just slightly. I'm glad somebody agrees. There you go. Edge it out. Edge it out. Hey, man. the two the two guys that are two and zero this week picked Brian. How about that? Hey, well, it's okay. How many times have you beat me in DFS this year, man? Oh, zero, I think. <laughs> okay, that's all. That's all hey, I'm asking. Speaking of DFS. Are, are we done there with, with everybody and the picks this week? Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks Good luck everybody. to everybody. Good luck to everybody, except whoever the hell's playing me. You can suck my asshole. But back to the DFS for one second, fellas. My offer still stands. Uh, we still got a few days left in September. Again, September is Childhood Awareness Month. Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Um so my offer still stands. If you join us and you play and you beat me, I'm donating 10 bucks to uh, St. Jude Hospital. Uh, childhood cancer ranks up there with all of the biggest piles of horse shit in our world. Um, it, it's, it's, it's bullshit. You know, do, I, I'm always going to do my part to help them out. My family's been personally impacted by it. My, my brother-in-law, was, he, he was a patient at St. Jude for several months when he was about 11 years old. They saved his life. Um, you know, cancer fucking sucks. So you play with us. I'm donating money. I, as a matter of fact, if you play with us, I'll donate $10. I don't care if you beat me or not play with us. I'm donating 10 bucks. Oh, well, you know, I'm playing. I was playing anyway, cause I want to take your money. And now yeah, I, have this, I have this renewed hatred for Nate and just want to take his money now too. So especially <laughs> since go. he's, especially since he's up 80 bucks or whatever he is over there. Maybe we should make Nate pay 10 because he's won twice. Shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I am enjoying these free lunches that you guys are giving me, by the way. <laughs> well, well, you're well, welcome. Glad, and, uh, glad we're helping out your girlish figure, Nate. <laughs> right. We donated yeah. We donated to Nate's lunch money, too. So, Rob, you got any parting shots for these fellas this week? I know you're not an official member of the Tupa, but you're always in the Tupa in my heart. You want to say anything to these dumbasses before we get out of here? Smell my taint. Smell it. Smell the taint. Lick it. Damn, oh, and lick it. Lick the duck butter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget about slap ham. Rob will slap that ham. Sla- yeah, slap, slap ham. ham duck butter. That's right. Slap ham duck butter. All right. <laughs> Nate, Nate, you got a few seconds to talk some shit to your opponent this week. Hit it up. Uh, well, I'm not feeling very confident, but Casey, I did see your video on Facebook about your little stupid-ass cat. Um, I don't know what your obsession with me and my cat is, but, um, I'm gonna whip you and your pussy this week, and, uh, that's all I've got to say about it. <laughs> oh, my God, oh, Nate yes. coming out hot. Oh, my oh, God. Man. I, feel like, I feel like we gotta do an intro for the show now and just... Just let everybody know it's coming <laughs> at the end. You better stick around. 
Cause Nate's you bringing it. Stick around. That was oh nasty, Nate. Oh my God. That might have been the shit talking line of the century right there. That was nice. Y'all, yeah, everybody else has got some work to do. Y'all better put some pen to paper and practice for when you're on the show with us. That's right. Bro. Oh man, that was great. That was All right, good. John, brother, I'm out of here. Uh, Jamie, I, I have mad respect to you, brother. I can't talk too much crap to a man of the cloth such as yourself. So I'm going to beat you thoroughly this week, my good fellow. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that matchup. First. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. I'm getting out of here. Later. Peace right, out. Guys. See you, fellas. Have a good one. Bye-bye.